0: This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com/trekfM.:
1: Hey everyone, I'm Rod Roddenberry, and you're listening to TrekFM. T. Earl Gray Hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Gray, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Darren Moser, sitting in the center chair this week. I'm joined by my co-host Commander Daniel Pru, who's down in sensor maintenance. Daniel, I know you just picked up a fresh set of those diagnostic stylus light pens, so I
0: think you should be set for about a month. Yes, I I, I placed the purple force crystal in the hilt of it, so uh, oh wait, no that's no that's that doesn't seem right what uh, yes, no, the styluses they're great, they're super handy and we will never see them again.
1: I mean, they're totally OSHA-approved. There's nothing (laughs) dangerous that could possibly happen with those light pads. Absolutely. Well, I'm also joined by Lieutenant Junior Grade Philip Gilfus down in the Torpedo Room. Philip, uh, will that Class 9 Probe be ready to launch by 1600 hours?
2: okay guys and then if you just put the bagpipes here oh sorry you caught me in the middle we're doing our uh, reenactment of Spock's death we do this once a year um, it's like a little thing we do um, so- and like we, it's not, we don't do it in a cheap way though like in, like it's like someone that, there's some people that do it that way but we do it in a very respectful way um, just to honor uh, his passing, um, and we don't like make other people say the lines. That'd be stupid. But but yeah, so it, but but yeah, things are going on good here. We're we're trying to keep things good, you know, because everyone knows the torpedo bay is a vital part of the ship. Yeah, I mean, there's two of them. You know,
1: it's it's well technically three, but that's a, that's another episode. Well, today. We, under old gray, we know you know we've we've just run out of topics, so we're now talking. I'm just we kidding. We still There's haven't no done <laughs> I know. I Sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we're, this this falls into list shows by Darren on the obscure because you know if we can go an obscure list, why not? Uh, but no, what? One of um one of the most impressive you know sets that we just don't see very often. And, and actually we'll get to it later, is the inside of the Warp Nacelle. And uh, from, that's from the episode uh, Eye of the Beholder. And that just got me thinking, well, what are some of these other sets that we see on next-gen that we only see like once or like very rarely these unique parts of the ship? Because that's one of the amazing things in Star Trek is there's actually not a lot of the ship that's built. And they have to portray a ship that's, you know, it's a thousand people it's like what 42 decks The you know thing is huge but yet every corridor seems to look the same but i mean yes obviously it's a television show but uh but yeah i wanted to list through some of some of my favorite maybe not yours uh other you know one-off sets of the enterprise d and uh so to start us off uh the battle bridge now you would think oh yeah the battle bridge well that's not a one-off no it's actually a three-off we only see the battle bridge three times as a battle bridge. And uh, Philip. Three battle bridges? <laughs> I just picture you trying to open the doors, Phil, and you're just like, no, no, no. Does that mean there's two bridges? No. At all times. <laughs> uh, we're, we're turning into a Christmas song real fast here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> three battle bridges.
1: Two <laughs> main Security bridges. Chiefs. Two crazy warps. And one warp core. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, the Battle Bridge, you know, I mean, who here thought that you were going to see this a lot more? I thought they were going to be separating, like, every other episode uh, with how cool the Battle Bridge uh,
0: seemed. But
1: what did... I mean, wh- O'Brien, O'Brien had to do something. Well, you know, I, I, I was actually just going to say, um, <laughs> I really
0: thought the character of O'Brien and the Battle Bridge were going to grow together. So I was actually really looking forward to the scene where... Picard walks onto the battle bridge, an emissary, and he's like, "You know, you were always my favorite battle bridge." And <laughs> you know, it leaves and goes on to Deep Space Nine to pursue other career opportunities. But you know, alas, we didn't get that. Is is that why we never saw <laughs> it anymore? Be. Because it's off on Deep Space Nine.
2: <laughs> he it's literally like, left well. the ship. <laughs> Uh, well, well, yeah, though I do have to say, I think it did have a better character arc in Deep Space Nine <laughs> than in
0: TNG. Uh, but and so. I think
1: the Battle Bridge is more of a uh, TNG character. I am
0: pretty sure the Battle Bridge is bigger than the entire Defiant. So, I mean, that, that is, <laughs> is saying something at that point.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to talk about bridge size to overpoweredness of the rest of the ship, I mean, no. uh, but yeah, well, with the, the Battle Bridge, I mean in I'm surprised they didn't well, try to go to it in brothers when data like locks out the ship like you'd think uh you know everyone's always going to main engineering well you know main engineering is like the brother of the battle
0: bridge it just wants to be the battle bridge I, be, I mean there's a reason for that right they're already all in main engineering if i remember correctly didn't they like directly go there from the bridge uh, i think but that's isn't like the, the plan. bridge in the middle like, the yeah, yeah, and like it's like like a
2: bridge halfway. there's and literally the very one end of the turbo lift
1: that goes straight there. Does not pass go. It literally. It's like the fastest way to get there. Yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah. So what? Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? No, but uh, well, Philip, see, of course, what what I miss the most about the Battle Bridge that we only <laughs> saw once is, of course, the previously on the Next Generation portion yes. of the Battle Bridge, where you know you could just press the button and get the <laughs> quick, you know, do 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 Previously on the Enterprise D. Pretty much.
0: You know, actually, now that you mentioned that, Philip, and thinking about it, because I haven't watched uh, Encounter for a while, but Picard has like a mini ready room. <laughs> he does. In the- it's like a closet. <laughs> yeah. It's like... I actually cut like that's it's called like, it's
2: called the uh the Jonathan Archer ready room it's <laughs> like yeah it's like, a, yeah,
0: pretty it's, like right. it's right it's the anti Janeway ready room it's like a, it's it's an element <laughs> about the about the ready you could fit five battle bridge ready rooms <laughs> in Janeway's ready room <laughs> it's it's like it's an element of the battle bridge that I don't ever really think about but there was a tiny little room that he that's where they had their rewind you know you know mystery science theater 3000 rewind theater there and it's something I never really think about but that's actually pretty interesting I wonder well, I, uh, I wonder if they have a really tiny conference room behind the battle bridge. <laughs> and then like <laughs> And is there a guppy yeah, a in guppy. that ready room. <laughs> and then like they all well, get Well, I'm just picturing
1: Picard. He's like, Okay, you're dismissed number one because he has to because he can't leave like he has to wait for the person who's sitting in the other chair to get up and get out and then he can shimmy around his table like there's literally not enough room for two people to pass so like in in the in the small room so
0: picard and data and yar and o'brien they all go into the the battle bridge conference room and then as soon as they walk in uh, I imagine I, I imagine O'Brien saying, what is this, a conference room for ants?
1: <laughs> <laughs> for nanites?
0: <laughs> well, I just picture now Picard
1: in his Battle Bridge uh, ready room and he puts rather than just invite them all in, he just pushes a button and then he's now on the screen and they just stay, you guys stay in that room, we're going to teleconference, I'm going to patch you in. <laughs>
2: But, uh. So you you wh- could just come in from the. No, I'm using the technology that we have. <laughs> using printout <laughs> like only. <those>, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, uh. you know, holograms built into the table. Wait, no, we actually never use that uh, yeah. Yeah. And I uh, say,
2: I think the, the best feature of the battle bridge is the poor, hapless. You know, standby third shift ensign who gets their time to shine because, like in Best of Both Worlds, like I forget who was manning the con or ops or the con ops or the ops con or whatever they have. Um, Well, there's been cutbacks. I think there's only one or something. Anyway, but anyway, because I think well, I think Wesley was there, but there was some other you know random person um, there helping Riker out. Yeah, Um, Uh, it was
0: was Lieutenant Hawk's progenitor. So it was probably like (laughs) Lieutenant you know Canary or something like that. Canary.
1: Sparrow. <laughs> and since But you have heard of me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he did become captain one day. Um but uh and then you have an Arsenal of Freedom, you have uh, Lieutenant uh junior grade LaForge and his LaForgettes that he's uh <laughs> mentoring on, on the on the bridge station battle bridge stations.
1: Which Speaking of, you know, the forge on the bridge, it was actually really hard to find a picture of him sitting in the dang captain's chair. He is not a sitter. He He's is a like, stander. I'm, yeah. I'm going to stand and I'm going to look over your shoulder and I'm going to lean on this. And, man, he just does not like
2: sitting in the big chair. He He likes uh, moving and making a lot of gestures.
1: Well, besides the three times we see the battle bridge, we actually... Don't realize this, but did you guys know that we actually see the battle bridge a whole lot more because it's like their favorite set to redress? Uh so it's it the bridge serves, of every
2: other ship. It is literally the bridge of the other <laughs> ship.
1: So it is the Miranda class in a natural selection. It it's the bridge of the Enterprise C. That tells you how much bigger the Enterprise D is. The battle bridge <laughs> is the, the main bridge of its predecessor. Uh, it's the Starbase One Seven Three courtroom in the Measure of a Man. I don't know how they all fit in there, but maybe they pull the walls out a little bit. Uh, and it's also the cybernetics lab in The Offspring. And it's uh, it's just it shows up so many times. It's like how many Is times it are the, you reading the
2: USS Sutherland under Captain Data? It's, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> well, that was that was the uh, redress of the Captain's Ready Room uh, of the Battle Bridge because dang that bridge was small. <laughs>
0: You know, and uh, just going a little, a little off topic here. I, I would have really oh, is this, been interested. Is this Earl Gray off topic? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I would have actually been interested in seeing. Uh, I, I know. I guess they they probably could have fitted in somewhere. Um, I would have loved to have seen the Enterprise E. Oh, no. uh, Battle Bridge. Like, how cool would that have been to see. Like. Uh, Maybe it would have been the same size as the D-Bridge. I mean, just think about that. So in
2: Star Trek Nemesis, here's um, number 508 of how to improve that. So instead of ramming into the the scimitar, he just separates the the saucer and uses that as a big torpedo. And goes into the scimitar, and then they can all go into the battle bridge. See? That'd be great. Well, and you'd think, you know,
1: after the vulnerable bridge on the top was like practically destroyed by explosive decompression. They're like, maybe we should move to the battle bridge. It's located literally in the middle of the ship.
0: Hey guys, remember when that guy got sucked out the view screen? You mean Lieutenant Um, Canary? (laughs) (laughs) We we should probably avoid that if we can. Yeah. But anyway, but no, it
1: it was nice. I I like how they do the battle bridge. I mean, with the it's just everything's a little tighter and uh, you know, it just it's sort of a throwback It feels very functional.
2: The twenty third century. Like I mean it's more of a classical chair in the middle. Blah blah blah. Instead of that, instead you know, sort of what we consider the classic bridge in the Enterprise D. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all center facing instead of outward facing. But the, the one, the one complaint um, about the, the the battle bridge that I would have um, too much red lighting. It's not actually the lighting, and it's weird to make this complaint about the battle bridge, but it's it's. I I think that the main bridge has more tones to it. But the battle bridge is so straight beige. It's very dark. Like just the walls and the floor and the ceiling are all the same tone. They're all the same color. So there's no like differentiation. And it's just it's very kind of blah to me. Like when they redress it and they make it the Enterprise C and they put those blue so you and think green they lights, they skip it it's on interesting- the tour. They're
1: not like, and here's our bed. Well, you
2: know, I- <laughs> let's just go back to the arboretum again because it's really nothing. This, this to see group, here. this group actually won't fit into there. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> it's like it's like where they open the door, but the but the little like tents of barrier still there, there's, and you there's can a look in. Rope. Yeah, in between you, the turbo, lifts. you can look in like everyone like it's like you know like the reenactment room that you don't want to disturb because it's really old, and you can look through the door, but you can't actually. Go if you in. put your arm
2: past the velvet rope, the alarm will go off.
1: <laughs> the hologram will turn off the holographic velvet rope,
2: <laughs> and that's what Chief O'Brien was doing the first season. He was running the tours um, there on the on the battle bridge. That's why you don't see him often. That's when you well, saw red shirt.
0: He was a captain at that point, I think. Uh, his pips were all mixed <laughs> up. So, uh.
2: I believe mean, mean, his, his uh, rank was docent. I believe that's
0: what he was. <laughs> <laughs> the race of do- so uh, he was he no in the first in the first season he was commander in charge of uh, radishes or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, <gosh. so. laughs>
2: well, in
0: in that episode, I think the Battle Bridge was on the tour that Picard was going
1: to give uh, the kids after the, the after yeah,
2: after the better tour, <laughs>
1: the better tour, right, right, right.
0: The the yeah, yeah,
1: I think he was going to skip all the fun ones on
0: his (laughs) pre-tour three hour tour, Um, you know, and one one quick thing, just just noticing, you know, the picture you put in our notes here, Darren, which is obviously from Encounter at Farpoint and something we've we've never really mentioned um, the first season bridge seats are like lazy boys they're way <laughs> oh, yeah. too reclined oh, yeah. for anybody you to just get any now work this?
1: done <laughs> <Is there laughs> no i've always okay, noticed okay. it but we've never i don't
0: think we've ever talked about it like even data would fall asleep yeah. in those chairs like i don't understand like why the, that was a the good idea screens
1: actually like at a 45 degree up the wall <laughs> they're all just like reclining <laughs> you know they're looking through the saucer basically because that's where it is <laughs>
2: And now that I'm much. looking at this picture, which is a really good uh, uh it's not it's a screenshot, I love that that you know, like you could have. I'm not saying they really should have, but you could have used this for like the regular bridge. You know, again, if you have to go back, because like, look, Troy has an actual station; she has like, a full a whole, console, like a thing behind her. Like she looks like she actually can do stuff. Well, she's yeah, she's in a blue the, uniform, so I'm instantly giving her respect. So, <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, that's literally the difference: is they just push the two front positions together, they take away the side chairs of the captain and actually give them stations and give an actual probably better station uh, for the middle because it's not curved and,
2: you know, flush. My only complaint would be that Troy's, even Troy's station, not that I'm saying that it's literally her station, but where she is has a chair. Yar still standing up. What, what is up with the tactical officers in Wait, the 24th who, century? Who? I'll, I'll explain later.
0: You meant Worf, right? You you meant to say Worf?
1: Um, well, sir, he's a
0: Klingon. I'm, he will the flee security chief on the battle bridge. I should bridge. be
1: the one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's easier for me to find a picture of Worf in Klingon regalia in the in the captain's chair <laughs> than it is to find a picture of Geordi sitting in the captain's chair. Well, you know I'll the let problem you make with
2: Geordi is he just won't sit down. <laughs>
1: Uh, That's why they sent him down to engineering. What am I even
0: doing here, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Uh, rabbit hole ahoy. Well, (laughs) second
1: location, which uh, I'm sure we won't talk about this location for 16 minutes because there's literally no way we can. But uh, in theory, it actually starts out here (laughs) uh, with, uh, with Data, and he's down in the torpedo bay, which I believe is the forward torpedo bay. Uh, but it's just, we get nobody this. Nobody wants shot. to work aft
2: torpedo. Event. Yeah, nobody does. That's fourth shift. But it's really cool because you have like
1: the you know how is it like conveyor belt kind of thing on the floor, and he's he's modifying the probe, and it's way more spacious than uh, you know you get on the Enterprise A when McCoy and and Spock were working on a torpedo. But
2: well, you, you sit. Depends which part of the Enterprise. (laughs) Uh, Well, like the Enterprise A, you're right, very small. Now, the refit Enterprise Torpedo Bay, that was like Janeway's ready room. (laughs)
0: Stop it! Stop (laughs) your nonsense and stop talking and saying things because your words make no sense. (laughs) Because
2: that Torpedo Bay. (laughs) That was big enough to hold a funeral in. um, And so. Like all the senior staff were there. Like there's grids you could pull off. Like like I don't know why <laughs> yeah, you I, know. I love that I like, never got I,
1: why you had that. It's like, well, you know, when we're not using the torpedo bay, we might want to walk across here. So let's put <laughs> let's actually make one more step before we can launch something.
2: We actually use it as a dance put hall objects and uh, rent it out. Uh, we try to make a little money on the side. It's like but, uh,
1: storing like a keg inside the barrel of a battleship, like you know, because we're not using it right now. But when we need to, <laughs>
2: let's get all this obstruction out of the way.
1: Uh, well, it's always but... like
2: when the both in the next gen movies and I think even DS Nine or stuff. It's like when they have to like hand out rifles. They're always, yeah. like, hidden behind the panel. Yeah. Like, why don't you just, like, have them there? do we know, trust like everyone
0: them. on the ship? I I why so. are they even locked? <laughs> Isn't this the future where we could, you know, prevent unwanted people from accessing <laughs> no. weapons and allow the people that are allowed to have Should them? We all them? know Martin McQueen <laughs> would have shot himself if he had had access to those weapons. Um,
1: But, yeah, but the Torpedo Bay, you know, but it's it's a really cool set. I I don't know if this was a redress. I think this was literally built... Because it it the angles like nothing matches really any other set, so it's it's a pretty extensive set for you know. what It almost looks like to me. I'm not, not defiant, saying it is what it the is. The
2: defiant bridge. No, it looks like ten forward. If you put the ceilings up, yeah, um, and like that's the back. Like the the windows would be where the the bottom yeah. of that wall is. It almost, hey, that's what it looks hey. like.
0: Philip. 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 Listen, the, the 10 forward set is way too sacred. They would never redress that set and <laughs> use it for anything else. There's no way they would Conference do room. I mean, we Sorry. would never Sorry. see no. the... the <laughs> uh, uh, boy, anyways, I won't get but, into that. But, but
1: I mean, I, I wish, you know, I think they could have used this set more. I mean, obviously it was just built for this episode, which is why we'd never see it again. But, you know, I, it's an it's a interesting, unique location. Like, I think they could have either used it like they're launching probes or something.
2: You know, or say, like, if somebody... And this is off the top of my head. Like, someone died, like, important on the ship, and you had to... You know, it's just a thought, you know, in the torpedo. I mean, I know it's been done,
0: but I was just, you know... I mean, Darren... There's no no hologram in a field, I'll admit, but... You mean on a Windows XP background, (laughs) is what you're you're saying. Uh, Darren, I'm like... I agree with you. It is interesting, um, and I guess now is as good of time to bring this up as any because this is a sore spot. I think we all feel this. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have mind seeing the torpedo bay ag- again, but you know what I've, you know what I would have preferred instead of the torpedo bay and probably everything else on this list. Oh, I don't know, the main shuttle bay. Come <laughs> yeah. on, people, what yeah. the hell? If you can do the inside of a warpness cell. Which is much, even much bigger than the main shuttle it's bay. Only, Come on, it's people. only a model. <laughs> Let's not go to the main shuttle bay. It is a silly place. Let's go to the main shuttle bay. Do, do 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 do. That will never be important enough to actually show. Well, they did show the outside of it. You know, that's where we keep all of our Argos <laughs> or whatever the heck. Whatever. I'm not even going to get into it. It's where we fit
1: the Defiant? Just you know, <laughs> that's where we park it. Literally. Don't you lie. We know we could fit it there. Uh, Okay. So then moving on to our next location again, this, now this one's obviously was a redress of the main engineering section uh, just for its general size, but the sensor maintenance where we get awesome wharf light pen. Well, he apparently plugged it into like a power socket because it just electrocutes him and we get that great season one Klingon growl. Uh, but, but again, this was, you know, they obviously had these pieces left around. Like, why weren't we seeing more of this? Why did we just end up with more redresses of data's quarters all the freaking time? You know?
2: Well, it's funny how like uh, modular is not the right word, but like, I guess gray, like season one, it almost looks like the motion picture of just yeah. like, we're covering everything up with white or gray or whatever color it it, it is. Instead of, you know, later on where you have more, uh, brown, beige, more color, black, you know, orange, yellow, you know, instead of just like looking like, like either like JJ, and that's not not an <laughs> insult, but like looking like that JJ white, or even the, the motion picture white, where he season right. one they're still doing that little bit more of a 2001 space odyssey look. So
0: the thing about this, um, and I don't think you mentioned uh, the episode title, and I'm not going to be able to do it because, well, come on now, guys. You're talking about, um, you're talking
1: about the sensor uh, maintenance one?
0: Yeah. Uh, Lonely um, Among Us. Lonely Among Us, the Card one where Picard dies. In this space. is essentially the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the genesis of the Picard. Genesis? Jam uh, <laughs> <Genesis? laughs> Oh boy. Uh it's funny because like the on my last rewatch, I remember like specifically noting, oh, obviously this is the like this is essentially directly in front of where the pool table is in main engineering and it's not something that you notice unless you are really into tng and like oh of course that's if you're watching it once a week like in live you know airing you probably won't notice it if you're watching into marathoning it's like oh this is blatantly obvious yeah i see exactly what that is yeah and um so if it's weird because like if you're into the show and you know a lot about it um it feels awkward it feels like whoa that doesn't that doesn't belong there. That that literally looks like it's the end of a corridor, like in some random. Yeah. <laughs> like those doors open.
1: Well, in like it, the I, in like the times where they're evacuating, I love it when they put the extra corridor walls in the main engineering set. So as you're walking the curve, you just keep walking like an extra twenty
0: feet, and it just you know creates a a longer a wronger. longer set. But but what I do actually also. I, so I've been rewatching Enterprise, and what it reminds me of is like in Enterprise, they just they they don't have a transporter room. Yeah, it, they it, have a transporter breakfast cubby, nook. which <laughs> yeah, which which is like just randomly in some hallway, and it, it's like it's this exact same feel where it's like. You, wouldn't you have a dedicated room to this thing? It's so it feels awkward if it's not its own thing. Right. Well, right. I
2: mean, I, I know when I was uh, looking at apartments, I looked for the transporter nook, and they don't all have that. <laughs> they don't all yeah, that's extra. It's like a balcony, really, you know, or the first floor. You, you got to pay extra. Um, and, and I do have to correct you on one thing, Daniel. Uh, the engineering that's not called the pool table. That's called the Dig Dug uh, arcade game <laughs> that you can play. Um... <laughs> for those who were in arcades in the 90s. That's
1: the most valuable... control. And that, remember, that has the most valuable control panel ever. With three button pushes, any Klingon beaming onto the ship could completely take over the ship and pilot it out, <laughs> out of a Starbase. I mean, I don't know who built that UI, but that's a significant weak point. I'm hoping they patch that in the next update. Um. But yeah, well, we have Cliff Bull to thank for uh, sensor maintenance because he uh, he directed as his first episode. He directed was uh, Lonely Among Us.
2: Oh no! Is, is that now the uh, Cliff Bull Memorial sensor maintenance? <laughs> Too soon! Uh, Too soon. Sh-
1: All right. Now next we go to uh, like I said the the set that um, you know aspired this list. We have the warp inside the freaking warp nacelle. You know, take Woo-hoo! that every other ship um and
2: what you may have seen the defiant uh one but if you blinked you probably missed it
1: (laughs) but uh yeah this this is from eye of the beholder which is if you don't know the weird one where deanna's like (laughs) picking up i don't know it's weird where she kills Worf. where she kills Worf. basically um but we get this awesome room i don't know why this room exists (laughs) Um, the makeout room and it's even weirder because it's literally the back of the nacelle. Like you're looking forward towards the, the Ram scoop. Uh, and you're, it's like, you know, let's have a, let's have a room here, uh, in the nacelle. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's, but it's, but it's a really cool set. And so you, when you, when you look out though, you have this awesome, uh, what's it a? I still don't remember if it was a matte painting or a, or a model. I think it was a map painting um, for the inside, but it looked really cool. That's, that's all I remember. Maybe it was a model. I honestly can't remember. I think only they did build a model of it. Yeah. But uh but you got to see the inside of the of the of the um the coils, the warp coils, you know, and mm-hmm. which pff, we'd only seen in the technical manual, you know, leading up to then. Uh and you get you see, you know, the blue sides, you know, of the n- nacelles, and it's just it's just a really, yeah, it's just a really awesome,
2: awesome set. Okay, I'm, I'm having an Oberth class moment is what, <laughs> what I call this. So I'm looking at the Enterprise model that I have in my hand, and my question is, how do you get there, okay? Like, show me where the Turbolift goes. You you, you go know. up the curve.
1: You go up the curve. In So you go from, di- which is, now what's really funny. So the
2: Turbolift banks, is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, hey, Turbolift moves well. sideways. No, 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 no! It has to like curve. It, 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 it.
1: Yeah. Well, but this is what's even funnier. Like, does it is, go flat? You know, well, we, <laughs> and then go up? Well, we know that. Well, <laughs> unless you crawl in the Jeffrey's tube, you know that makes more sense. But uh, which is literally what a Jeffrey's tube used to be. Is it was just it wasn't a series of corridors. It was literally the tube up the warp nacelle. So wait, it was um, a series of tubes. <laughs> it was the internet? <laughs> uh, is that how but, warp works? It's a series of tubes. Well, because what's even funnier, though, is that main engineering is on deck 36, I believe. Uh,
2: 40, but so, I'll take
1: it before. So 36, that's where you would start your journey up the warp nacelle. But it's listed... <laughs> no. But, but the, Yeah, no, not that journey. Um, but this room is listed as deck 25 because it's that much higher. I'm like, that, uh-huh. that doesn't even make sense. So wait, so you're like... You're, now you're looking at, a like, a topographical map of Deck 25, and it's like, here's the ship, and here's a little tiny square floating like Alaska <laughs> oh, out in the middle of nowhere. What's that? Oh, that's the, you know, warp to cell diagnostic. Well, how do you how do you get... Do you
0: beam over? Maybe there's a transporter. Come on, people. Of course you beam there. <laughs> Why would you not beam there? I don't understand. No, I just... Site to site transport is an established technology at this yeah, point. Yeah, because beaming, a, of course, into the warp nacelle, possibly no. while you are at warp.
1: What could possibly it's a trust go wrong?
0: That. <laughs> no, I mean, of course there there are there are other ways to get there. It you know well that's why you you know you are a uh, uh, acting ensign maybe or or uh, you know a cadet <laughs> a totally that's why you legitimate rank <laughs> you get plasma scrubbing yeah. duty yeah, just and that. you have to. And you have to deal with the 45-minute commute. Like, that's that's <laughs> just part of Starfleet. But, You've got to pay your dues. But you listen
2: to your space podcast, um, so it's cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you catch up on uh, well, it, what's going on I on I picture Mars the FM. people... <clears throat>
1: yeah, on I'm picturing the people who had to work in this room, like... You know that episode of Voyager where there's that one crewman who's like literally on the bottom deck? There's like him in space. I'm picturing these are those people. Like they work, they're like so far removed from the rest
0: of the ship. They are actually literally so isolated from the rest of the ship that one of them killed one of the other ones. I'm, I'm just saying that actually <laughs> no, happened in it, the It's episode, like one of them
2: like but... you know, committed suicide, and it's like, I wonder why he did it. I don't know. I don't know. Did you know him? No, I don't know him. Oh, well. well that's, that's what you get for living on the Alaska of the Enterprise-D. Well,
0: <laughs> now I'm picturing... You know so wait, this if one of them's Alaska, what is the other, <laughs> what is Hawaii? What is the other one uh, I guess Hawaii uh, I guess I Well don't do know. they
1: compete, you know, port nacelle, starboard nacelle? Like they're so far oh, apart. That's true. That is probably very
2: true. <laughs>
1: like they have an open comm awesome. channel, how's your nacelle doing, Larry? Oh, it's doing pretty good, Bob.
0: <laughs> My bustard but-
2: <laughs> ram scoop is collecting ninety five percent hydrogen. How's yours doing?
0: <laughs> so they so they all after their tough you know, their tough twelve hour shift at work, of course, because they're the they're the low guys on the totem pole. They all make their way to 10 forward at, forty at, minutes know, later. 200 hours. No, 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 no. And 10 forward <laughs> is for winners. They go to
2: 11 forward.
0: Oh, they go to 11 <laughs> forward. And they, <laughs> they get in brawls all the time over which Nacelle is better. <laughs> I actually really like this kind of fan. Well, this is great. Well, I, got, I, I got, got two more. I got two more. Two more. It, it, I know it was a
1: maneuver that <laughs> happened on the Enterprise-E, but imagine Riker doing his ram scoop maneuver. And all of a sudden, he's like looking through the window in the port in a cell and also just all this red gas starts like billowing <laughs> in. He's like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> um, or even better, uh, co- was it cause cause and effect? Um where like they kept hitting the where where, where the is all of a sudden the the entire sell <laughs> like he's in the one that gets hit and it just goes kaboo and he's just like what the heck <laughs> like is it, Help! <laughs> This never would have uh, happened to the port
2: one. Yeah <laughs> port rules <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
1: uh, i'm really enjoying this head cannon on these two i am i'm two, trying to look like, how many two.
2: bumper stickers there are like you know like <laughs> starboard always does it the right way you know that's always that would be one um,
1: so it's one the red one and one the green one because they have the running lights oh it was which, you and your
2: lights
0: guys took still... yeah let's not oh, even God. i actually do have something to say about this the the I guess map painting that the yeah use I was gonna say nacelle
2: expert Daniel Prue
0: <laughs> yeah so well okay you say expert but I'm not actually I do love nacelles but I'm not a he's total a docent, expert so I'm okay, actually we totally more nacelle docent, Daniel Prue <laughs> I am curious or uh, what what I like it it's very visually striking and interesting to look at uh, but my initial reaction is wow. That is like four football fields of wasted space on this. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's hollow as well. (laughs) There's no way this would ever fly. Um, I mean, I guess unless it was technically necessary. Well, the Enterprise can't go in the
1: atmosphere, Daniel. I mean, it's not.
2: It's not the defiant (laughs) or underwater. underwater. That'd (laughs) be
0: crazy. As far as I understand the. uh, there's no reason that this thing should be hollow. There, I mean, there you could put like a quarter in the middle, or a bunch of pipes, or a bunch of whatever. I mean, like I said, it, well, but it's a coil. I mean, if it looks it's, like it's a basic, brewery.
2: Would that make you feel better? Yeah, gosh, no, <laughs>
0: but it's basically
1: based off of like an electromagnetic coil. Like, I mean, it's, they even look like copper.
2: Yes, I yes, mean that's yes. where the blue that's light has to happen. You
0: know, <laughs> yes. the The blue light interacts with the red light, <laughs> and then they do some, and then they all turn into white light when they get. <laughs> <and> they get <laughs> um, no, I, I just, I just, I don't buy it. Oh, yeah, like, I again, like if it was specifically explained, and maybe it is in the technical manual, which I haven't read for years. Um, but, to the manual. <laughs> um, even, even if like it was partially hollow, like there was a like almost like, like a, a tube in the middle. Com- like a tube or a conduit around, that would make Like, again, I get why they did what they did because it's actually really visually interesting to think that you could see the yeah. whole the whole. Like there's another room cell, at the other end, and he's just like waving. He's like, hey! And <laughs> <laughs>
2: then vaporized, apparently.
0: But, uh, oh, yeah. Um, right, like, so if, like, that's what I'm curious about. Like, if, if one of those coils was damaged and you literally had to go fix it, how would you
2: get to it? No, no, no. no. There was because in, cause in Eye of the hold, remember, there was a a on and off. I guess I don't know, like a light switch or something. But like danger, you'll vaporize. And like, let me turn it off. Yeah, no, it's well, they, they
1: had to, well, they had well, they had opened the door. If you had if you had to open the door to look out the window, it like I guess. Geordi it. Yeah, well, you wait, well, you so had to wait it, so. a moment. Well, well, I, one other thing I wanted to say, which I think leads into what you are saying, uh, Daniel, is the only other time we see an exposed quote unquote warp coil. Is in Voyager when they do repairs on that planet, and they land and they use the shuttles and they're like literally like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think they're like what resurfacing them or something. They're like pulling them they're, out, yeah, and, like pulling it out, um,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Which well, it's like you're forgetting a vital part, and I don't know, maybe Daniel or or Darren, you know where this is on the Enterprise D. I'm looking at this picture. Where is the catwalk?
0: I'm not seeing. <laughs> well, that, I was, you know that that was also part of, you know, we should mention it right because. That great episode – it's called The Catwalk, isn't it? It, it in, is. In Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, what a, uh, that's a fantastic episode too. But they they essentially um, – in, in the Enterprise nacelles, they – well, the Enterprise nacelles, right? A Enterprise. Uh, N- it's not the, the Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, I'm back on Enterprise. Who says Enterprise? No, no, no. Come on, people. Uh, no, but they're on the um, – they're on Anne Enterprise's uh, nacelles and they all like take shelter in the nacelle because it's the most heavily guarded part of the ship, which is super – um, I actually really liked what they did in that episode, and that made a lot of sense. Like, because you you do get the feeling that maybe there is bits. There's a, there's a whole tube that is that is hollow in that in those nacelles. but uh, you know in this one it's like completely hollow. Like all we need is the exterior of it. And so, like, when they say – like, we hear it all the time. The warp coils were breached or offline or whatever. Like, somebody – how long would it take you to get from that room that we see to, like, three-quarters of the way down there? And, and Jordy's like, <laughs> no, we have it fixed within the hour. Like, it would take a guy an hour just to run down there with his toolkit. Like, it he would puts, take forever on to fix his hover, that. Po- hover well,
2: pack. well, but – or hoverboard. I was going like, by that time, right? Darren? There's
1: probably there's probably no gravity outside that maybe, room. Maybe,
0: maybe, yeah, maybe they don't have gravity. I guess, you
1: so. know. Because there's yeah. Cause I did read in Memory Alpha that they they did want to have a catwalk in this episode, but it wasn't ever fully realized until that that Enterprise episode. Um, and also confirmation, it does. They did say Matt. Payton. Are you telling so me this is the is a sweet painting. spot on the
2: Enterprise D? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. But only on the port side. <laughs> port side rules. <laughs> well, yeah, he's – well,
1: see, see, on the port side, you know, you got the guy in the front and the guy in the back, and he's got a football, and so he throws it, and then the zero-g lets, then... lets it spiral all the way. <laughs> That's funny. And, but, see, yeah, if you throw it too far left-right, you hit the blue things, and then it just, you know, destroys the ship. So it's really risky, but it's worth it, you know. Yeah,
2: but, see, football is more of a port game. I think in Starbird, they play um, – it's a uh, yeah it's a rugby it's rugby, it's rugby yeah, i think yeah. that's where the team comes from and uh, i think they actually do, do they uh they meet on the holodeck for uh for a game once a year
1: worse all like death to the opposition and then troy shoves him out the <laughs> shoves yeah, him to his death yeah uh well you know i didn't think we we're going to talk that long <laughs> about the uh <laughs> the warp nacelle set but uh that was great um well, a quick a quick one off before another uh good mention is Planetary Sciences Lab, which we see just a tiny bit uh in pen pals. Um but again it's you know, usually we see that other lab where um uh yeah, this is the one I think isn't the, this is the one where we're, we're uh, Wesley's Yeah, Wesley's getting getting mission and that's where everyone's basically telling him what mm. to do. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean, obviously an a simple, simple set
2: again. Totally legitimate rank <laughs> is in charge of actual commissioned officers. Is that the episode of your time? Okay, just 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 yep.
1: But you know, you just you just tell me what you want done, and I I'll see. make sure okay. it
2: happens. Phillip, so. Well, no, see, because that's one of those rooms with the blue shirts. So, I mean, there's really no reason to ever show that.
0: Oh,
1: come on now. <laughs> that's where they're hiding in the planetary sciences lab,
2: and they push <laughs> up their glasses <laughs> and they say. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm picturing because of the recent controversy
1: <laughs> in the planetary <laughs> sciences lab. Woo! It's the NASA. Uh, this no. is JPL. See, I'm picturing this like
2: planetary sciences lab, which I have the utmost because, like, respect for. Because of the recent for. controversy, what was the hashtag that the women scientists were using, or something? Like, I see like the blue shirts using that.
1: Oh, show me. No, 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 it was like the the
2: Nobel Prize winner who made that sexist comment about, like, you know, women are all, you know, attractive and distracting or whatever. And so, like, all the women scientists, like, took pictures of them.
1: Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm so distracting (laughs) in my I just feel like blue shirts are, like,
2: you know, doing that hashtag now, taking pictures (laughs) of them in the science lab, like, with, with, I guess, Daniel's hashtag, uh, blue shirts, lives matter. Um, And so, that would be... (laughs) But, like, I'm thinking, like, in, um, in, uh, lessons, like, when, um uh, Darren is doing her experiment. Like, I don't forget what room that is. Um, maybe is it astrophysics? Yeah. Or stellar cartography?
0: That was astrophysics. It's the the astrophysics line. Astrophysics. So that was her department.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, now we get the most universally used room. I don't know if this was all in the same room exactly, but who knows? Maybe it could. It's the 24th century, but on deck 12, we had the gymnasium, which also was, uh, uh, the Aerobic <laughs> Studio uh, from The Price. Uh, martial right. Arts Arena for Clues and Second place? Chances. Uh, pr- okay. Yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah, fancy Place with Captain Picard's uh, on the I didn't mean to foil your go, list. Uh, fencer. <laughs> and we'll have always have Paris and Iborg. There's uh, Parisi Squares for Second Chances. Zero Gravity Area, which I think they just talk about in uh, Encounter of Far And, of course... The Icarus factor.
2: Well, you know, ambu-jitsu. Father's Day is coming up.
1: <laughs> it is, so, I'm... so we need to make cards. You're a great card.
2: <laughs> it would be like it'd be one of those vocal, ca- you know, audio cards. When you opened up, it's just uh, Christopher Jones challenging you to yeah. ambu jitsu. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, I'm pretty sure this is, is Chris's favorite room in all of Star Trek. Um, you know, he's he's so happy he got to see this room in HD over the promenade, you know, like, he, this is what he truly lives for, for sure.
1: Yeah, this is, this is such a fun room, though. It's, uh, I mean, we, again, obviously it's the open space that we decorate to be whatever. I mean, it, this was the shuttle bay slash cargo bay slash whatever bay. Um, my favorite was the... Uh, phaser target practice which is literally a black room with a, with a ring in the middle
2: <laughs> But they also do planetarium shows there oh yeah um, but uh no, but my favorite
1: part is uh, Armstrong and all the people living on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> on
0: a, my favorite part day, is when I pulled out day.
2: the uh, Enterprise D blueprints. Um, you know, I don't know, copyright, whatever. But like the the ones you you can actually yep. buy. Um, that the phaser. And I know y'all know this, but like the 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 phaser target practice room. There's actually yeah, two there's of two. them, and they're and they're right. If you remember, they're like they're right next to the main shuttle bay, right? Yeah, they're, right? Right, they're, yeah, they're like, like, opposite sides like of the shuttle bay. And,
1: they're kind of near the yeah. impulse engines. Um,
2: Yeah, which it was. (laughs) Yeah. But there's two. I mean,
1: this ship is just luxury. This is because.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. We divide the ship into one of two ways. Port
0: goes to port. I better not see any starboard guys
2: on the starboard phaser target practice. You guys know which side of the ship you're on.
0: When you're a port guy, you're a port guy all the way. (laughs) Well, see, Gainan has one on permanent assignment. That's her personal target practice.
2: She's forward. Forward can do whatever. Forward ship.
0: So, also, what, you know, this room in particular seems completely useless. With the holodeck, uh, all of these yes, rooms seem know. completely useless. <laughs> in the in the light of the holodeck, it's like, what are you doing? Just but make the, the holodeck uses and, power, and, and it could do. kill you
1: more often than not. More often
0: <laughs> than not. That's true. That's a good
1: point.
2: And I also love that, that's like, if work. you actually start listing out all the rooms, like, you know, like, yeah, in the real world, it's just one room and they redress it, but like, if, if, in, on the Enterprise, these are all separate it rooms. It Takes up a lot so of like, space. Yeah, it's like, like it's like the battle section. This is, is the luxury engineering deck. and recreation. Yeah. That's those are the two things we do. Well, that's the thing. We warp hard and we play. Most hard. of the
1: stuff's in the saucer section. I don't think the battle section even has a holodeck. Like there's literally, there's practically, there's not a lot in the battle section because you have main engineering, which takes a ton of space. You have the spine, which yeah. is super narrow. You have two computer cores. Actually, no, you have a computer core and a
2: ballast core to take space. Yeah, because I mean, you the, have the, the deuterium tanks. Apparently, you have are the deuterium huge, tank, so. which
1: take up like three decks. You have the all of the equipment behind the main deflector, deflector dish. So there's actually not a lot of space in the star drive section. We
2: barely had enough room to put a battle bridge.
1: On top it was like a push pin they added at the very
0: last minute <laughs> it, i mean I mean you you say there's like you say that the that the star drive section has all of these things, and it does that's for sure i'm not I'm well, not main reflector like, dish now when, I
1: need to go back and look at the at the bloopers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know it has all of these elements also, but I mean the ship itself i mean is so and massive is that like you can fit all of the critical essential systems on that part of the ship, but still have whatever, all of these other things in between. And I mean, if it's fine, like it, fine, if I don't know, it, it makes sense. It's like, okay, you, you know, you got, you live in an apartment complex and then you go to the, you know, you go to work or you go to the, the store. Like there are separate Most sections. Most the these is, things. saucer is just so crew. If, like, if the saucer is the living quarters for a thousand people, it makes sense for it to be massive and have all of these, these physical Capabilities and all of these, you know, It'd be hard places be people to go Daniel. and to do
2: things. <laughs> would
0: <Was> it? <laughs> it would be it, very it would,
2: like. Because there's even like a replimat. Like this was on your list. Didn't they go shopping? I'm not making this. Yeah. Up, right. Didn't, didn't yeah, they go it was, shopping it one was, time on the ship? Yeah.
1: This does not make me think of you. Where he's. It's basically like the industrial replicators section. Yes. <clears> yes. Which I guess are more powerful than your. <laughs> one's in your room? I don't know. There's you literally a replicator in every quarter. Shovels. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But they found a way to put them all in. I don't know.
2: Well, replicators find a way.
0: <laughs> Very timely, Philip. Very timely. Oh, man. I wish they had a dinosaur room in the center. <laughs> wait, wait, well, see, that was a line that was cut. See, not only is there a citation
2: ops, <laughs> oh, there's actually a dinosaur ops. Um, oh,
0: Philip. How little do you know how, the line you just crossed? But yeah, yeah, there's even, so much room to the that. There's it. like well, a Jurassic deck dedicated Ops, to sure, dolphins. But...
1: There's a deck dedicated <laughs> to the dolphin crew members. <laughs> that's right. I mean,
2: which is which how many, I, you how know, many, I don't do you really guys... believe in segregation, <laughs> so I think that's probably you know, you have port, you <laughs> have starboard, you have dolphins. I really think the integration needs to be a little farther. They should 24/6. play baseball do you guys to remember... get all that tension
0: out. So do I uh, just uh, and I'll ask you guys cuz you are my Oak Grey co-host no listeners can talk do back do you, to you and and Darren can cut this out if it's too embarrassing um what is so obviously um the bridge is deck 1 what is the base of the saucer section i mean the captain's right. yacht i guess is where it would be but um what is what deck is that oh, how on? low does it go how low yeah That's how okay. low does the saucer or oh, the saucer I section see what you're go. um
1: I'm I'm gonna guess sixteen, <laughs> because deck ten is the plane uh, before the kind of like the bulge of the bottom of the saucer,
0: and that's right about halfway. Right, that would be right yeah, it's like just at below halfway.
1: halfway. So I'd say I'd say I'm gonna guess. Let's, no, put, right, let's, right, put, right, let's
0: right. put some money ten on ten forward would be ten forward would be right above eleven forward. So ten would be half. It would half. Sixteen. To be
2: you're right. Yeah.
0: Is it sixteen? Wow. Well, no, because yeah, remember, remember,
1: go. ten forward is the bottom of the front lip of the saucer. There is like the next deck down on eleven is literally all the way back at the at the curved part.
0: Oh, 10, 10 forward is under yeah. the, the saucer section. Why did I think because was it remember you look, of the
1: look at the no, saucer no, no, no section. Yeah. it's forward it's, it's yeah, forward I mean, no. now see how your flip tip it tip it up the curves yeah. oh yeah. that makes sense no tip it I knew up that a little I bit, did know that uh, I actually fillip. did know that. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, that's I did. It's a fat bottom. Yeah. So you have, you, so you have all of the escape pods. Basically, that's kind of like a flat level, mm-hmm. and then it reaches the bowl. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: I did know that. I uh, just, I had forgotten. I, I, I mean, know. there's a sensor
1: net and yeah. uh, other stuff. And Captain Captain's Yacht. yacht and... <laughs> Another shoe set that would have been great to see was the Captain's shot Oh, never mind. <laughs> but you,
2: know, you know what? Uh, you know what makes the uh, top of the saucer so big? Because it's so big is the main shuttle bay that's actually <laughs> yeah literally the Settled de-
1: bay is like almost all of deck 4
0: like it's huge it's it it's, yeah it's
2: actually 3 decks what,
0: one yeah. that's true one quick thing too one quick thing uh for you guys and our listeners if if maybe they're not familiar with this but um uh, we're all very familiar with the with the game minecraft yes. right and they have created a one to one scale of the Enterprise D it's in Minecraft, huge. <laughs> and it's actually amazing. And like you can go deck by deck by deck by deck, and like it, it, it's mind blowing because it's so. It, it, it it's just man. I, I I hope for a day that there is. I
2: one just want day a, more, and
0: I want a whole game. Based on the Enterprise D, where you, walk just, around. you can just explore <laughs> yeah. every nook and cranny, kind of what like the captain's uh, chair uh, uh, yeah. game did, but obviously for just beyond, not just the the, the bridge. Well, but you know, beyond like how well, so. on the,
1: if you guys didn't know in, in Hollywood, if you go to like a um, a place where they make movies, like a like a studio, the stages on the outside they'll have like a plaque that says what was shot there either in television or film. It'd be fun if in this Minecraft they have little plaques that are like, this was in this episode. Like, this is the shuttle bay from, you know... Of course, the shuttle bay would have a long list, but, you know... Not the main one. Not the main... See, there's one on the outside. Like, you have to go outside to see it. It's like, this angle was
2: seen. Now I have a question. So is shuttle bay 2 only for port people, and shuttle bay 3 only for (laughs) starboard people?
1: Well, one's technically bigger than the other, so...
2: And, and, I, and I think that's a point of contention with them, because they would say there's actually more missions it's, done.
1: It's pretty much the only non-symmetrical part of the ship, <laughs> which is really weird.
0: So now we, we officially have established a port versus starboard uh, rivalry, uh, rivalry yes. on the Enterprise-D. Yep. So, yep. mm-hmm.
1: Which was started by the crew members who work in the warp <laughs> nacelle, shoveling the coal, <laughs> the star coal. <laughs>
0: Oh, because they're going to New Vortiform City. So I mean, we <laughs> yeah. yeah. work <laughs> all day, we work all
1: night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, there's that. There's that. Ex, the, the lieutenant in charge doesn't actually do anything. They just like say, like, "Oh, you're doing a good job. Put your back into it."
1: Argyle, <laughs> put put your back into it. And then he looks out his space window and he's
2: like, "We're going the right way, yay!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like we're going to the left. Well, that's just because you're in the no. I'm he's right. the one that
2: actually turns on the light. It actually doesn't do that. Automatically, a, a
1: oh, natural man. thing. It's just somebody's, that's yeah.
0: somebody's job.
1: <laughs> oh, you're talking just... about the uh, the the red and <laughs> yes. green lights.
2: He's like, he, he turns <laughs> on the bulb. We're going to war, <laughs> and it's like
1: nothing's happening. Oh, so
0: let
2: me get, press
1: the button
0: oh man that's well no close. no
1: I, i'm i'm picturing now an extra crewman who's got a little switch on the ceiling and he has to turn it off and on as the the navigation <laughs> lights that are blinking
2: yeah that's like he had on, a little bicycle off, that he had to on. run on to keep the lights going <laughs> well
1: they do go to backup power a lot so uh okay well just two honorable mentions uh really small things that we see we see the port and starboard uh, uh battle or not battle star drive section docking ports in one one zero zero one zero zero one people rule uh, which is really which is really cool because in the and they have like they have like a lot of establishing shots of it which is kind of weird it's like here's it docked but there's actually no people in the shot yet let's look at this for three seconds um but it's cool because you see you know it's docked with the star base but you actually are seeing the outside skin of the enterprise like with the dock right there uh before they go down the corridor and open it up
0: uh, I, I I think it's cool, but my issue with it is the fact that this ship is so huge. Like, why they is... They only dock through one port. Why is the docking port only big enough for one person at a time? Like, wouldn't you have a huge docking port for this kind of a ship? That's true. I mean, it, it just is... A, it, it's like... Oh, well, my see, goodness. I can't even... I mean,
2: to me, again, this is... You can tell it's season one, because it almost looks... Reminds me of... Um, I know there's more than one, but it's only one in my head because I I really like it. But there's the after, or excuse me, after the Into Darkness trailer that starts off where you're just going through the uh, JJ Enterprise ship down the corridor, and that's what this reminds me of because it almost just looks like that docking right there. Um, Instead of white, it's blue or gray, whatever color we're gonna call that. So,
1: well, and obviously you had the famous, you know, fly around docking on the motion picture, which docked into pretty much. Almost the same but, spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, but in, in this episode, specifically, it actually, it, if you watch the episode, it actually shows you that how terrible this would be. If you were trying to evacuate, you know, 300 people through this tiny docking port, um, you would probably trample somebody's tiny little teddy bear. <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> they literally do evacuate people. <laughs>
2: Well, and I know what I'm saying. Like, it yeah. wouldn't
0: work logistically. It's too, yeah. like, it's too small to fit that many people through that quickly. Like, Well, it makes me think of with
1: the times we see it in, uh, not, in, in Space Dock, where it's in the, you know, the one that's, like, a cage. They have, like, a huge section that's, like, docked into, like, a third of the top of know, the Like the dry dock. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, in the dry dock. So, that makes way more sense. Like, you know, come in, it's almost like they install... <laughs> It's like the construction foreman's trailer. That's like, and it's like in the main shuttle bay. And then, and then when he's all done, he like pulls up roots and you know, he's the
2: contractor. And then he like he's a floating. Yeah, you see here, we <laughs> got to put a shuttle over here and a shuttle over there. And then the little subcontractor pods come and attach themselves to the ship. Uh, but
1: yeah, so the docking port's pretty cool. Yeah, we could have seen you know more. <laughs> the subcontractor
2: and, and bot should be here between start date uh, 4998 <laughs> and four nine eight five. I know.
1: Um, but then, you know, again, we, this is barely, again, honorable mention, but the emergency turbo lift to the battle bridge, we do see the inside of it. And I believe brothers, uh, where they're all like. You know, okay, yes, you go out this way, you go out this way, and Data's like half a step. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Like suckers.
2: I've watched that episode, obviously, a bunch of times. And, like, I think I've reinterpreted it, like, every time I watch it when they're evacuating the bridge. Because <laughs> Data does sort of do, like, the I'm getting up, but I'm not really. And there's, like, a, I think Riker, I think, Riker's the last person to leave. And I feel like half the time I watch it, Riker's like, why aren't you leaving, Data? And then the other half of the time, he's like, Data's good. He's good. He's got it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can never figure well, out. how to not need the oxygen to They breathe. all take
1: one specific, you know, turbo lift, and then they, they take us, yeah, they, and then they step in, and he's just like, it's it's like the parent that's, like, leaving, <laughs> and he does the, the heavy stomps, and then it gets lighter and lighter and lighter, and then it's, like, really quiet. But he actually hasn't gone anywhere. That's basically what he David did. like, actually, David, you, here.
2: Sh- no, you can go, no, 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 that's fine. I'll be fine. You go, you go. Are you sure? No, I'll be...
1: I'm surprised Data wasn't I'm surprised it wasn't the plan in case of an explosive decompression. Don't worry about Data. He's fine. Everyone else get off the bridge because literally there's no reason for Data not to leave.
2: He's like the second closest person to the turbo lift. Like you know, like it reminds me of like, you know, being at some like event or church or something where like <laughs> the person closest <laughs> apparently takes the longest to like get off. I'm like, are you moving it sublight? Well, see, I mean, when he
1: went through basic training, they said, "Now sir, are you comfortable sitting at the station next to the emergency <laughs> exit or do I need to move you back behind the horseshoe?"
2: Well, he's sitting in first class, but he, but he couldn't beat That's a very he, comfortable chair. He
1: couldn't beat the leg room, so he went with it. Yeah, cuz
2: you know, uh the security's uh, in coach. They don't even get a chair.
1: and you know he is able to recline a whole lot in that first season except he
2: has that that Um, kid that keeps hitting him in the back called Riker. like can you just like
1: (laughs) he's always leaning on his chair he's always walks over just like hey data how's it going what's you doing over here you know
2: and and hitting the call button repeatedly on his you'll see that for his console (laughs) he's like come on night shift come on (laughs) night shift
1: (laughs) He just adjusts the chronometer because he wants to get rid of well, Riker no, no, no. sooner. See, then, oh, sorry, no, it is in <laughs> command. He
2: adjusts the chronometer. It's suddenly yeah. fourth shift, and it's exactly time to yeah. shine. It,
1: exactly, he's like, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> Commander, it's your shift's over." Oh, really? I felt like it just started. No, I'm pretty and sure. He's like, I feel like there should be a clue
2: but, that this shift is ending early.
1: Oh uh, well, that was a fun round r- r- jaunt around the Enterprise. But one-off redressed, sometimes seldomly used locations is not the only thing we're talking about here on Trek FM. Here's a look at what you may have missed elsewhere on the network previously on Trek.fm,
2: standard orbit.
0: So I just stopped,
1: watched it, and just cried like a child. It was such an an emotional impact. I I was
2: wrecked. Earl Grey.
1: You know, what the clubs and the meetings and the podcast, you know, all really comes down to is just finding and talking and being around other people who enjoy something that you really enjoy. The Orb. This year, opening for five year mission is Dal Rock. Dal Rock. Dal Rock. They'll rock your world, Bajoran <laughs> style. The Ready Room. I do like that he just drops out of the sky naked. That is the perfect way to introduce <laughs> Q. And then just before we cut to the credits, they get this great shot of him looking up at Picard, and he's like, hey, what up? To the journey! My question is, what would Janeway have in place of banana pancakes? Because that's B'Elanna's thing. Would Janeway's be coffee ice cream?
2: I was just about to say coffee ice cream. <laughs> it was, uh, my, my lips my lips were forming the syllables to say coffee <laughs> ice cream warp five i remember watching broken bow when enterprise
0: first debuted when i was in high school and i remember revisiting it now in full and i had forgotten the fact that a future guy had actually played an integral role from the get-go with Silic and sulaban which we'll talk about later in the show
1: commentary trek stars
0: i know that both of us will come out of it okay but since Matthew is not used to sparring
2: with either of us, I'm afraid that he's going to be a bloody mess lying on the floor of the 602 Club.
1: The 602 Club. They're playing God with fossilized mosquitoes as if, you know, they have the right to do this. Like, they have the knowledge to do this, um, you know, that they can control a, a any kind of species that they have absolutely no knowledge of. Literary treks. Yeah, this happened to her at 22 when she was on Ryan's Hope, and it was at its peak. There, it had a big following, and it was not your yeah, typical did. run-of-the-mill soap opera either. I mean, Claire Labine, the writer of the show, was doing some very different things. Axinar, the official podcast.
0: Well, I tried different action figures. Uh, I tried Black Widow. I tried the Black
2: Widow from. Uh, Uh, The the Hot Toys Black Widow, too small. It wouldn't work with the other action. Yeah, it didn't didn't photograph quite. But
0: but, tell everyone
2: why you're photographing action for you. And introducing the newest addition to the network, Women at Warp.
0: Also, you think Kirk would be
2: happier about kissing himself.
0: (laughs) Right? It was his lifelong ambition. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I more feel like it's his lifelong ambition to kiss Spock, but maybe that's just me. (laughs)
0: And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get in on the daily Trek talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows podcast directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trackfm, or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks, with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com/trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com/trekfm and we thank audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There is one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com/trekfm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com So, we got
1: some great feedback from Mike M. from Alberta, Canada. Hey, Mike. He says, Hey, guys, I'm a big Star Trek fan. I grew up on TG. It was the first TV show that I watched every episode while it was on TV. I listened to the show each week. My favorite quote from this week's episode is Data can do anything, even dress up as a woman in a Western. Thanks for the great show. So, let's see, what episode did we talk about that?
2: Daniel, every episode. (laughs) Daniel episode. (laughs) Daniel's highlight tour. Yeah, it's one of those pro
1: episodes we do. You, what were we talking about? I can't So uh, so thanks, Mike, for your uh wonderful comment. It definitely uh definitely got Daniel very excited. Woohoo! So Philip, if someone wants to talk to you about uh your port side, starboard side allegiance, I mean we, we this we need to know. Uh where would they where would they contact Look, you? I,
2: I I think everyone knows that when the sorting hat came, I was put instantly <laughs> onto the port side because port is perfect. I everyone knows that. And they can find me on the interwebs, on Twitter, at handle NC public servant. That's NC for North Carolina.
1: And Daniel, if someone desperately needs to know where you fall on the port starboard. Hashtag side, starboard.
0: Hashtag starboard. <laughs> Woo! Uh yeah, sir. They can find me uh, Starboard High School Football Rules. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um they can find me uh uh on Twitter as well, um at one That That is the number one, like the number one starboard team. Let's go woo pork. Oh, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and if someone wants to talk to me about how I just enjoy a good green drink in ten forward the the neutral party for these uh these classic combat events they can reach me on Twitter under username dr that's d r s c i f i well guys I'm gonna go plan out uh, our next uh, stratagema tournament between port and starboard again we'll be hosting it in the ten forward lounge and uh, but uh but no so basically whoever gets the commander data first is gonna win so uh, go live long and prosper.
0: Ah, he stole my thing. He stole it. Uh, he is
1: Captain Picard. Technically, you stole it from him. Make it so.
0: Engage. Fire.